Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team it's drive time now welcome to tribe talk on the cleveland indians radio network tribe talk is brought to you by progressive helping indians fans save hundreds on car insurance Welcome to Tribe Talk. We join you this week from Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, New York. Jim Rosenhouse along with you for our weekly show as the Indians are taking on the Yankees this weekend. More baseball over the weekend. Day games both Saturday and Sunday a little bit after 1 o'clock in New York as the Indians will wrap up 20 games in 20 days following Sunday's game. Then an off day in New York and more baseball in New York as they'll go cross town and take on the Mets for three Tuesday through Thursday nights of next week. Good show lined up for you today. We will hear from Indians catcher Roberto Perez. Also relief pitchers Oliver Perez and Nick Whitgren. Greg Allen, Indians outfielders, had a good stretch. And we'll go to the other side and visit with a former Indian who is carving up the American League at the plate, Yankees third baseman Gio Urshela. But first, our week in review, and we begin on Monday night with an emotional win for the Tribe, one of their hardiest wins of the season as they defeated the Red Sox by a final score of 6-5. to five. That was the end of the game. How did they get there? Well, the Indians got the scoring started in the first inning with a first from Franmil Reyes in an Indians uniform. Reyes has had four hits in 36 at-bats with the Indians. And again, the Indians just feel he's pressing, trying to do too much, swinging at too many pitches out of the strike zone. And the Indians believe in this kid. And it's only a matter of time before he starts hitting bombs. Maybe that time is tonight. Now the 0-1. Swing and a high fly ball deep right center. This ball's got a chance. There it is. Number one for Franmil Reyes. And the Indians have a 2-0 lead. And that young man 
probably feels like he just dropped about 400 pounds off his back. A towering blast to right center. Boston scored a run in the second to cut the lead to 2-1, to one, but in the third, Jose Ramirez padded the lead in a big way. Now the set, now the 2-2 two -two to Ramirez. A swing and a drive to deep left field. Away, back, gone to the home run porch. Jose Ramirez hits number 17. And the Indians have a 5-1 lead. And he pounded that baby deep onto the home run porch in left. The Red Sox wouldn't give in, though. They fought back and eventually tied the game at five in the top half of the ninth inning on a Xander Bogarts RBI double off of Tribe closer Brad Hand. So it was all tied up heading to the bottom half of the ninth. But before we get to that, we flash back to the previous day, Sunday, in that big series in Minnesota, Carlos Santana was batting in a tie game in the top half of the 10th inning with the bases loaded. Well, Santana will be wailing here if he gets the pitch he's looking for. Outfielders straight up, medium deep, the pitch. Swung on, hit high, hit deep to left center. This ball gone, a grand slam. Carlos Santana with a grand slam to left center. And the Indians are back on top, 7-3 to three here in the 10th inning. That gave the Indians the win over the Twins on Sunday. Now back to Monday's game, tied at 5, bottom of the ninth, Santana at the plate. No better time than right now to get his 200th career home run as a Cleveland Indian. Walden's ready, hands at the belt, and the 2-2. Swung on drill, deep left center field. This ball is off the wall or gone. It is gone. He's done it. Career home run number 200. A walk-off game winner for Santana. And the Indians, incredibly, have won again, six to five. A line shot that just did clear the 19-foot wall in left center. Marcus Walden had not given up a base hit to the last 31 hitters that he faced. And Santana says the heck with a base hit. A walk-off solo homer to left center. And the Indians are a winner for the sixth time in walk-off fashion. Their fourth walk-off game-winning homer, the second by Carlos Santana. Unbelievable. On Tuesday, the Red Sox bounced back with a 7-6 win over the Tribe, a game where the Indians battled back to tie the game, only to see Jackie Bradley Jr. win it in the 10th with a home run. Wednesday, a 5-1 loss to the Red Sox to close out a very brief homestand. So it was on to New York and the beginning of a road swing in New York. Seven games, four against the Yankees, three against the Mets, and it all started Thursday night with one of the more remarkable offensive games 
of this or any season for the Indians. The Tribe didn't waste any time getting to Chad Green, the Yankees starter, early. Francisco Lindor and Greg Allen got it started with singles, and after a walk to Carlos Santana, that loaded the bases for Jose Ramirez. Now the set, now the pitch. Swung on, hit high, hit deep to right center field. Gardner back at the wall, it's gone! Into the Yankee bullpen! The third grand slam of the year for the Indians. And Holmeris has his first career grand slam. And the Indians have a 4-0 lead here in inning number one. Green slams the rosin bag to the mound. Larry Rothschild, the pitching coach, heads to the mound. Maybe one pitch too late. Next up, Jason Kipnis. Now the payoff. Kipnis with a line shot. Deep right field. This ball is gone. Back-to-back jacks. As Kipnis follows the Ramirez grand slam with a bullet to right. He's hit his 12th, and the Boo Birds are out early. And the Indians lead it 5 to nothing. That end of the day for Chad Green, but the Indians weren't done in the first inning as Roberto Perez came to the plate with a runner on. Perez has 19 homers, and the way he goes the other way, this park is built for his swing. The pitch, swing, and a line drive, deep right field. Back goes Judge, and it's gone! Right into the front row. That little short porch in right, and Roberto Perez so adept at going the other way, has his 20th home run. And the Indians have a seven, nothing lead, and the Yankees still haven't swung a bat. In the second inning, the Indians got right back to it. Jose Ramirez stepping in. The next pitch, Ramirez sends one high. Deep to right, it's got a chance. Gone! What a night for Jose! And it's 9-1 to Indians. Ramirez with a pair of home runs and now six RBIs. And the Indians have a 9-1 to lead. And for Jose Ramirez, six RBIs matches a career best. And in the fourth, Carlos Santana went deep. Here's Adams' pitch. Swung on, and there's a high fly ball to deep right. Judge goes back as a courtesy, but forget it. This one's way on out of here. Home run, Santana. And the Indians now lead it 11-1 on Santana's 28th home run on the season. Now the beat goes on for the Indians, who just continue to extend the lead here tonight. Greg Allen had an RBI single in the fifth. That made it 12-1 Indians, and in the seventh, Yasiel Puig got in on the fun. Payoff. Swung on, grounded up the middle into left center, a base hit. That'll score two more. Allen's home, Santana right behind him. And Yasiel Puig, the eighth Indian to have a multi-hit game. A two-out, two-run single to left center. Puig has 69 RBIs, and the Indians now leading it 14-3. to in the eighth inning, Francisco Lindor's RBI single made history. Francisco one for five. He swings, grounds one up the middle, into right center. That's an RBI single. 
Naquin will score. Roberto Perez will stop at second. And now all nine Indians who started the game have had a multi-hit game. How about that? And that was the first time since 1906 that the Indians had all nine starters with at least two hits. The next batter was Greg Allen. He stepped in already with three hits on the night. Here is Greg Allen. The pitch to him, and he hits it high. He hits it deep to right. Judge is back at the wall, gone. It's a six-homer night for the Indians. It's a four-hit night for Greg Allen. And the Indians now lead 18-4. to And why not one more from Carlos Santana? Mike Ford thought this would be a fun trip to the mound. It's anything but. Santana with a drive. Deep right field. Away. Back and way. Out of here. Halfway up the second deck. And the Indians lead 19-4. And Santana's second homer. And a tape measure job at that. Wow. And for the second time tonight, the Indians go back to back. What a night. 19 to 5 was the final score. The Indians with quite a win on Thursday night here in New York. Friday night, you couldn't have a more different game as it was a good pitcher's duel between Aaron Savali of the Tribe and Masahiro Tanaka of the Yankees. And that pitcher's duel went the Yankees' way as New York wins it by a score of 3-2. to two. Stay tuned. When we return on Tribe Talk, we'll hear from Indians catcher Roberto Perez. Always fun to talk baseball with the Tribe catcher who is having quite the season for the Indians. That's next on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Welcome back to Sports View. Today's topic, who deserves to win big this season? My two cents, good drivers. I mean, that's why there's Snapshot from Progressive. Let's go to Rick for some confusing metaphors. Look, if you put a classically trained cellist in a garage band and you tell him to play for Layman Young, I guarantee you, the meat on that burrito ain't gonna light the candle. Thanks for clarifying, Rick. If you're a good driver, there's no other way to say it. You deserve discounts with Snapshot. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Yankee Stadium in New York where the Indians are taking on the Yankees this weekend. Well, a player who has had a breakthrough season for the Tribe is catcher Roberto Perez in Thursday night's 19-5 Tribe win here. Perez hit his 20th home run of the season, becoming just the seventh catcher in Indians history to hit 20 home runs at least. Still a long way to go for Perez. We had a chance to catch up with him in New York, and he talked about the 19-run offensive explosion on Thursday, among other things, but that certainly was top of mind. Oh, yeah, it was really fun. You know, it was good to see all the guys, you know, having great at-bats and, and putting it together, and uh, the good thing we got the W. Home run number 20 for you, and I know you were excited about the season. You finally were going to get that chance to play on a regular basis. Could you have foreseen this, though, the, the type of power you've had? You know, I... <laughs> Not really. I think coming into the season, I thought uh, I was capable of hitting 10 to 15 homers. Um, right now, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's fun to talk about it and, and stuff like that. But I always thought my defense, you know, would be first. Um, I've been uh, working a lot in the cages, you know, staying within my routine, um, trying to stay in, uh, within, you know, with my legs on, 
trying to get my, my legs under me and just taking it day by day, man. It, it's been a long season. It's my first year uh, playing every day. So uh, for next year, it's going to be a little bit different. I'm going to prepare myself uh, more. But it's been it's been an, uh, an amazing ride, man. I'm just very grateful, you know, uh, to give me the opportunity. And I'm just not taking it for granted. So uh, I come here to the ballpark, whether I'm playing, whether I'm not playing, you know, try to uh, stay consistent with my work ethic. And uh, it's, it's, it has paid off. Let's talk defense and specifically a comment that Adam Pletko made after the game. The winning pitcher. It took him a little bit in that first inning to find his stuff. He gave you so much credit for helping him, not only last night, but in a lot of his starts, identifying what works well. Uh, when you hear something like that, and I believe he said you could be a gold glove catcher just for what you do with pitchers. When you hear that, how does that make you feel as someone who really cares about defense? It made me feel good, man. Uh, I'm already a confident catcher. Um, I'm just here for them, you know. I know I, I work so hard with, with my defense, but... I care so much about our pitching staff that it's, uh, you know, when, when I see a guy like Pluko, where, where like every, every start is not going to be the same, you know, all the stuff, he, their stuff is not going to be the same every day. Some, some days they're not going to have their fastball command or, or any command of their pitches, you know, whether, and then in another start they're going to have it. Um, but uh, it's a matter of knowing your, your pitchers and know what they're trying to do, what they're doing. But it seems like first inning, I, I, yesterday, Bluco, it's not that he didn't co uh, have command of any other pitcher. I thought it was, it was a long first inning, so he was sitting down almost like 30 minutes, 40 minutes after warm-up. Um, and we scored like seven runs in the first inning. It was, it was a matter of getting his rhythm back, you know. Um, and after the first inning, I, I told him, I said, hey, just stay back. You know, you're pulling up, just trust me, go towards me, just let it go. And, uh, you know, he finally trusts me. I, I, I think I, I've talked to them enough where they can trust me because I, what I'm trying to do, I, I, I try to be in the same page uh, with everybody here. You know, you get new guys coming in, like, you know, you, 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 don't, you don't know them yet. So you're trying to, you try to talk to them um, throughout the day and be like, hey, what'd you like to do? What, what's your... What's your strength? What's your um, weaknesses? What you're trying to do against a lefty? You know stuff like that. And then you talk to them, and and, and they tell you, and, and that's that's when when they trust you the most. Should be a fun ride, Roberto. Yes. Always great to have you on. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Hey, always fun talking baseball with the Tribe catcher Roberto Perez. A lot of things going really well for him, and and nice to see patience rewarded. Finally got his chance to be a frontline catcher this season, and he has made the most of it. Stay tuned. When we come back, Tribe Talk continues on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Yankee Stadium in New York. And don't forget, a lot of different ways to listen to our show each week. Of course, you can do so on the Indians Radio Network, participating stations picking up the show weekly, including our flagship, WTAM, in Cleveland. But uh, check your local listings in your neighborhood. And you can find out where you can catch Tribe Talk on the Indians Radio Network. Indians.com, another spot for it. And there are archived editions there or as a podcast whenever you like on Apple iTunes and the iHeartRadio app. 
Well, the Indians have had great work from their bullpen all season long as the bullpen for the Indians, bullpen ERA has been best in the major leagues for quite some time now and at times a half run better than the second best team. And the bullpens have been a luxury for the good teams in baseball this year. A lot of teams really struggling with it, but not so for the Indians. One of the key pieces, Oliver Perez, now in his 17th season in the major leagues. One more, as we'll hear from him later, and he'll make some history for a native of Mexico pitching in the major leagues. But, again, much more on that later. First off, he talked about the bullpen getting better as the season has gone on. Yeah, I think, I think what, um, I remember when we was in swing training and people was talking about our bullpen, you know, it's a lot of new faces, a lot of new guys. And, and you know, we take, we take, we're trying to take, like, uh, responsibility and just take the challenge because, you know, uh, being the big leagues is not easy. And, and sometimes guys have a new team, like, you know, new expectation. And, you know, the more important for us, we keep together. We just have to, like, understand what the situation and learn for each other. And it doesn't matter if you got 10 years in the big list or you have one year in the big list. Or, yeah, just keep the team in the game. Keep the team in the game and work together, have fun together, and just enjoy the moment. Oliver Perez joining us. 17 seasons now in the major leagues. And I know that that means more than just a number to you. You're a native of Mexico. So what does the 17 seasons mean to you? And if you can make it 18, how special would that be? Oh, you know, normally uh, every, every time you make another year in the big leagues, you, you know, you're pretty excited. And, and like you said, this year was my 17, and, and I just like uh, a Mexican record as a season play in the big leagues with uh, Fernando Valenzuela, Juan Castro, and Aurelio Rodriguez. So for me, this is a very special number. And and you know this just motivate you, you know motivate you and it's and for me I'm really happy and really you can say I'm really proud because you know this I know all all you can go through you know up and downs you know send down the mind release release and you know be away from your family this you know this you think like you start thinking about the last 17 years this, there's no easy there's no easy way to to be in this situation, but for me, it's, it's, it's really fun, really fun to be around here, and and like I say, you know, just, I, I just had to prepare year by year. I know next year is going to be really important for me because I I can break the record, but my goal for me right now is trying to make the playoff, you know, because, you know, we, we're doing a pretty good job, so we don't, we have to keep doing the same way, you know, play baseball, do the little things, and, you know, the rest of the, uh, you know, the rest, you know, it's, we just had to uh, just see what's going on. You mentioned having fun in this game. And I remember talking to you in spring training. You still play winter ball for at least a little bit in, in your hometown. And, and why do you keep doing that? What does that do for you? You know, I got a lot of passion for this game. You know, I, I, every single day I feel like it's my first day in the big list. And can be my last day because, you know, you know anything can happen. That's why I take every, every like, Every shot for me is really special because you know I, I have fun. You know I, I can do whatever, whatever like for like as a as a guy. You know just this this is what I live for. This is my jobs, and I got opportunity to to do what I love. You know I, I got really a lot a lot baseball. I got a lot of passion. That's why I got, when I got time to play windowball, I do it because you know I grew up in the and the team I play and and, and you know I, every, everybody in Mexico they. They always ask me, like, when the season over here, like, hey, you want to play? You want to play? And, and I want to play. I want to play because, you know, I remember when I was a little guy, 
I always go to a field, like one day I say, no, one day I would like to play there. And you know, now I got the opportunity to play. So why not if I got a chance to play? And, and the team let me play because you know, sometimes you, there's a, a bunch of rules now. If I got time to play, you know, I, I do it like 100% because you know, I got a lot of passion and, and I do everything for my city, for my team and, and you know, for, for baseball. Certainly you love your home country of Mexico but you became a U.S. citizen over the All-Star break. How come? Yeah, normally that's, uh, uh, every year, like normally in the, uh, in the All-Star break, you know, like you don't make the All-Star break. I never, I never have an All-Star game. So we all prepare like, oh, we're going to go this way. We're going to go there. We're going to go to the, to the beach. We're going to go home. But this, this year, I got an appointment for, for Monday to do my test for the citizen. And next day, I got my baby board, so that was kind of different for me. This Alastair baby, that was fun. No, that was fun, and I passed the test to be a citizen. And you know, that's that's a great moment. You know, yeah, my my wife and I, you know, I was really happy and really proud. Just, and we we been trying to do the citizen in a couple of years, and now we got a chance to be citizens, and we go. All my four all four kids born here in the United States, and and for for us, it's really. Really, really nice um, week, Alistair weekend, because, you know, we did everything in those three days. All right, we'll close with this. I think you may have 27 different deliveries to home plate to keep hitters off balance and guessing. Um, where did they all come from, and, and are you still keeping some behind closed doors and then maybe pull them out at the right time? Yeah, you know, you know for me, it's like you can, I, can, I, can, I can see it with the hitters, and, you know, they, they told me sometimes we're not – when I play with another guy, saying you know they just make it fun, but at the same time they say you know it's really tough to to get a rhythm because you know this is, sometimes you go fast, sometimes you go slow, sometimes you turn around. So normally that's they have to think different different time to swing. So that's you can change that. That's the way you can change his mentality, the way he swing, and you can turn less power. You know, for me it's really good opportunity. I'm going to face the guys maybe once in the game, so why not trying to different looks, tracking different mechanics, so why not? Oliver, it's been fun watching you pitch, hopefully a, a lot longer and uh, into the postseason this year for the Indians. Thanks so much for coming back. Thank you, appreciate it. That's Indians reliever Oliver Perez having a, a solid season, his second with the Indians, and certainly has been a big part of what has made things tick out in that bullpen for the Tribe. So, too, has Nick Whitgren. Whitgren came over from the Marlins in an off-season deal, and while he didn't start the season in the major leagues, he has made a significant impact in that bullpen as the season has gone along, and now he's the eighth-inning setup man for closer Brad Hand. Now, back in June, when the team was really struggling, Whitgren, uh, just in, in conversations with him, really felt the team was going to turn things around at some point. And when we caught up with him earlier this week, he talked about where that confidence came from, even at a time when things were not going well. Well, I mean, you just see the guys in the clubhouse, and you know the talent that you have, and then you see everyone start meshing together really, really well. And I think that's what you've seen, you know, these last month and a half, two months, is everyone just getting along real well. And, you know, when Framil and Pui came in too, they just fit right into the group as well. So everyone's, you know, clicking together. Everyone believes in one another. Uh, you know, when kind of like last night, I know when I got pulled, Paisa comes in. Uh, I have all the confidence in the world that he's going to get, you know, the guys out that he needs to get. And uh, it just, you know, everyone knows one another has their back, basically. 
And uh, Nick, you look at your season and uh, you're with a contender. And I know at times the Marlins have had some good stretches, but consistent winning, what has it been like for you being a part of this type of team? You know, it's it's just fun. It's fun baseball. Uh, we're out here. We're competing every single day, you know, going out trying to win, uh, trying to find a way day by day. And, you know, now it's great. We're 11 and a half back, and now we're half game up. So uh, just being a part of that is something special. And you start your year trying to find a role on this team, and, and I know it wasn't here initially, but uh, when you look back on it, uh, just one of those things that things had to work themselves out, and if you threw well, everything would be fine. Yeah, exactly. You got to take care of your business. You know, when anything like that happens, get sent down out of spring or anything like that, you just got to control what you can control. And that was going out there, taking the ball when, you know, Rigo down in AAA told me to, and go throw, do my best. And then once I got called up here, take the ball whenever Tito tells me to. When you look at, at what's ahead now, the team has done such a good job of just focusing on that day-to-day. -day. Now that you've moved into the, the top of the division, uh, does that change in any way the, the, the approach that, that this team has had for a long time? No, uh, it, it doesn't change anything. We're still going out there just trying to win games. We, At the end of the day, as long as you care about you know winning today, then the rest will take care of itself in due time. Thanks for the time. You're welcome. That's Indians relief pitcher Nick Whitgren. Stay tuned. Our final segment of Tribe Talk comes your way shortly as we continue on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Hey, are you just going to stand there and let people not give you credit for being a good driver? You deserve discounts on car insurance, and that's what Snapshot from Progressive is for. So why aren't you signing up? You need music to get pumped? Hit it! Drum solo! Ow, that hurts my fingers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Tribe Talk continuing from Yankee Stadium in New York. Great to have you along with us. Jim Rosenhouse joining you from this uh, venerable ballpark uh, just across the street from the one that uh, really made history. But uh, this one opening in 2008 and uh, certain, or excuse me, 2009, and uh, certainly has already had its share of memories here. And the Indians uh, trying to make some more memories this weekend with day baseball both Saturday and Sunday here. And one of the key figures for the Tribe of late has been outfielder Greg Allen starting to catch fire once again as the season has gone along. And uh, following a big win in Minneapolis on Sunday, we had a chance to catch up with Allen, who launched his third home run of the season in that game, and he talked about his approach going into that at-bat. At the end of the day, the focus is uh, you know, to try to put a, a good swing on the ball. Um, and you know, yesterday I was able to... Get a decent pitch to handle. I uh, was fortunate to be able to put a good swing on it and uh, you know, kind of get us on the board early. Later in the game, you're asked to bunt in a key spot, and, and you get it down. turns out to be a base hit. What's your mindset going into that? Are you thinking of finding spots on the infield where it could fall, or, or are you just trying to get it down and, and advance the runners? Yeah, you know, I think my main objective there was uh, to get the bunt down and get those runners over. Um, un understanding the game situation where we were, uh, in extra innings, a tie game. Uh, you know, Kev did a great job of putting a, together a tremendous at bat and getting on base for us. Um, and then Frankie did, a, you know, a great job behind him and uh, you know making you know Taylor throw some pitches and working a walk. So um, you know, I, I knew again 
especially with the guys we had coming up behind me, uh, you know, you know, Carlos and Puig and guys who can really do damage uh, with guys in scoring position. So um, that was my main focus and goal was just to get the bunt down and get those runners over and the cherry on top, uh, you know, was able to, you know, turn turn it into a base hit. And you probably have a, a unique perspective on this team in, in that you've, you've gone away and come back and, and seen it at different spots. What have you noticed that's allowed them to play so well coming back a couple of different times and, and seeing the changes? I think a lot of it's just about, you know, just just navigating those highs and lows. Um, understanding that, again, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a marathon, not a sprint. You know, you're going to have times where things are going well, uh, you know, balls are falling your way, and times where it's not. Um, and I think, you know, what, what, what really speaks to the true character and core of a team um, is, is, again, how they navigate through that. So uh, there's definitely points in time in the season where I'm sure anyone in that clubhouse would say, you know, we weren't really performing uh, to our potential or at our best. Um, but I think it's, 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 again, finding ways to gel together as a team. Um, and, and, again, I think we've been so fortunate to, you know, have such great leadership, um, you know, all, all throughout the ranks, um, you know, and, 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 and guys who can kind of shoulder that burden have, have been through it enough to know what it takes, um, you know, to come out on the other side of that tunnel. So, uh, again, a lot of it is just weathering that storm um, and, 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 and making sure that you're doing the best you can uh, just to give your team the best effort that you can each and every day. And there's some new players in the mix, and, and I know he's not here for the next three nights serving a suspension, but what have your impressions been of the Yasiel Puig experience <laughs> so far? It's been great. You know, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's funny. When, when, you, when you're playing against someone, um, you obviously you're, you're, you're only getting that side of it and, 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 and what they're like in competition, but uh, to now be on the other side and, uh, you know, kind of, you know, to be in, in the same clubhouse and, um, you know, in the same locker room as him, uh, he's 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 been great. Brings a whole lot of energy. Um, he's fun to have around. He'll keep things lively, and, uh, and 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 obviously you'll you'll see that exuded in in his play as well. Um, and and you know, from him personally, just his, his stature. He's he's so big and strong. It's it's he's he's a specimen for sure. Um, and the stuff that he's able to do on the field, you see him make these throws and hit some of these balls, and you're just like, goodness. You know, it's 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 definitely fun and impressive to watch. Oh, Greg, thanks a lot for coming by. Always fun to have you along. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. That's Greg Allen, Indians outfielder, who has played better and better as this season has gone along. Well, we finish our show this week with a visit from a former Indian, third baseman Gio Urshela, who had some good days in a Tribe uniform but just couldn't nail down the everyday job at third base. Bounced around a little bit the last two seasons, but, man, has he found a home in New York getting a chance to play this year with all the injuries that the Yankees have had. And once he has enough plate appearances to qualify, he'll move right near the top of the American League in terms of batting average. It has been quite a year. The power numbers are up. And uh, when we had a chance to visit with him in the Yankees clubhouse at the start of this series, he talked about what has been the key to his surge at the plate this season. Yeah, like you say, it's a tremendous season for me. It's a, a tremendous blessed season for me. And, it's been working the last years on, on my swing, the, and I finally like find out uh, the consistency, consistency that, that in the plate. So, trying to to bring that every day, every bat, be ready for every pitch. That's what I'm doing. And certainly, you don't ever want to have to go back to AAA, but maybe that time for you was beneficial. And explain the hitting coach there and and what he was able to do for you to to help you get going. Yeah, since I got here last year, they trained me from Toronto. Uh, uh, since day one, uh, I tried to always work with that hitting coach. He he told me a lot of stuff, and 
um, told me about confidence, told me a lot about confidence. Uh, go there, have fun, uh, have fun like, um, like I do, and I believe that, that, that I, um, I'm a good player. I, I can show the, the people how good I am. And that hitting coach is Phil Plantier. Uh, you'd come up, you're, you're developed by the Indians, you'd make your major league debut with the Indians. Did you ever think that this would happen with another team? Yeah, for sure. I've been working for for this kind of show like long time ago, and uh, I know I knew it like uh, God God uh, gonna give me the opportunity to, to to show it one day, and it's happening this year with the New York Yankees. Francisco Lindor, I know a close friend. You guys work out in the winter time, and uh, what do you guys do that that gets you ready for a season and, and has you in the best possible position? I mean, work, work, and work every day, uh, uh, Monday to Saturday. <laughs> yeah, we work like. Um, like we want to be like better every day we're trying to make adjustments every day and that's what we're trying to do like get to good results every year and that's why we work hard to together so as this season has gone along and, and you've had this good success how much do you stay in touch with him and how much does he keep tabs on what you're doing like almost every hour he tells me <laughs> <laughs> we talk a lot we talk about about hitting about baseball and about life it's it's fun to to, to chat with him about it and I know when these teams met in Cleveland a little while back, uh, he took some base hits away from you. <laughs> but uh, you guys can still have fun with it. Is it still a fun part of the game when that happens? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do every day, try to, to have fun as much as we can. And I'm looking forward to, to, to see what happens this year. Well, Gio, it's great to see you having some success. Thanks for coming by. appreciate it. All right. Thank you. One of the nice guys in the game of baseball, Gio Urshela, a former Cleveland Indian, now having quite the season for the New York Yankees. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Tribe Talk. Great to have you with us. We will join you next week back home at Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland when the Indians will be taking on the Kansas City Royals. Until then, thanks to Brian Motze, as always, for putting together our show each week. This is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Man, this is what baseball is all about and what makes the summer so much fun. Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network has been brought to you by Progressive, helping Indians fans save hundreds on car insurance. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.